and 18. When you find it, say, I have it. Starting at verse number 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Y'all got it right there. Yet. Listen, ain't nothing in the stalls. Ain't nothing growing on the tree. Ain't no grocery in the cupboard. Yet. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Did y'all get the title? You got the title for him, son? I like this screen. I sure do now. I'm going to tell it to you. When it don't make sense. Y'all catch up with that. Ain't nothing in the stall. Ain't no fruit. No flock. Yet I will rejoice. In the God of my salvation. When it, you mean to tell me I'm going to praise him when it don't make sense? All that I've gone through and been through, I still come in here Sunday after Sunday, throwing my hands up, giving him glory. Listen, when, tell your neighbor, this don't even make no sense. It don't. It just don't make no sense. Can I tell you that praising God is always effective. But its power is magnified when you praise him when it don't make sense. Oh, Lord, can I say it again? The power is magnified when you can sit in here and praise him when it don't make sense. Lord have mercy. Y'all going to catch up with me. Have you, have you ever been there? Come on now. Have you ever been in a situation like the prophet Habakkuk? If you haven't been there yet, you will be. If you haven't been there yet, just keep on living like they old folks say. Uh, yeah. The truth is, life comes with problems built in. So you, you might as well understand you're not going to get through this life without trouble. You're not going to get through this life without hardship without pain, without getting your heart broken at least once or twice, without being lied on and persecuted and despised. 
then you can throw in some betrayal and deception because that's life. Through all of that, I can still come in the house of God. This just don't make no sense. So I'm going to go through all of that and still come in on Sunday morning smiling, dancing, leaping, crying, giving, serving. Just don't make no sense. Why in the world am I doing this and I'm going through? All right, let's move. All you have to do is look in the Bible, and you will see what I'm talking about. David was a great man of God, a great king of Israel, but he was a worshiper. But that did not exempt David from pain. If you study David's life, you will see man who endured much pain. Then look at Job. The Bible said he was a righteous and upright man. He excused evil. He shunned evil. But he went through. Yeah. He went through. Although you go through, you don't have to go and give up. That should be a praise in your spirit when it don't make sense. Lord have mercy. I got all these bills piled up at home. Pastor, you telling me to throw my hands up, dance in the spirit? You don't understand, Pastor, when I Get home, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to pay on tomorrow. Could it be that when you throw your hands up in the house of God will be your down payment on your first bill tomorrow? Oh, Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> oh, I wish I had somebody right there. Yeah, see, when he said it don't make sense, it don't make sense. The Bible says, I'll take the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So if I'm going to throw my hands up and it don't make no sense, that means God is working behind the scenes. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Yeah, yeah, it don't make no sense. Don't make no sense that I could tear my row up. Yeah, yeah, and be snotting and crying. It don't, it don't make no sense. You don't understand. I'm not just coming here to sit down to look. Okay, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I got to slow down. I gotta, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, y'all about to have some fun. We, we going in. Sometimes you're in a pit. Sometimes you're in the fire. Sometimes you're on the mountain calling fire down from heaven and sometimes you're in a cave hoping Jezebel don't find you. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life experience. Y'all going to have to excuse me now because I feel it. 
There are just some things that happen to us just because we are in the world. Then there are some things that are demonic in nature. Hello, somebody. They are attacked straight out of hell. Can't figure out where they came from. They came straight out of hell. A lot of us should have been dead this year. Attacked straight out of hell. Then God sustained you and kept you. So our family members should have been gone. They, they done called the family into the hospital room, but they're still living. Come on, somebody. Yeah, because your praise didn't make no sense to family members, but it made sense to God. Through all of this, God, I'm still going to give you glory. Through all I've been through, I'm still going to give you praise. Through all of this, God, I'm still going to throw my hands up. Through all of this, God, I still trust you. I still, just when it don't make sense. Tell your neighbor, it still ain't making no sense. Still. Your adversary, the devil, goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Then John 10 and 10 says, the thief cometh not but to steal kill and destroy. Oh, but he said, but I am come that you might have life and have it. Woo. I said all of that to get to this point. There will be times in your life when praise don't Make no sense. Don't make no sense. A lot of people don't know what you're going through. And you don't show it because you praise God in the middle of it. Watch this. <clears throat> when we talk about making sense of something, we mean that it's understandable. Oh Lord, have mercy. And that it's agreeable to what is before us. It's logical and reasonable when it makes sense. But this man of God was doing something that just don't make no sense. Now the Bible say the fig tree didn't blossom. There were no fruit in the vines. No labor of the olive, it failed. The fields didn't yield no meat. Flocks were cut off. No herd in the stalls. Yet this man of God looked at the situation. He said, even though I'm going through all of this, yet didn't make no sense now. Just didn't make no sense. He could do this in the middle of what he was going through. Basically what he said was, I have decided. I'm going to praise my God even 
when it don't make sense. I may be going through a season of sickness. I may be grieving over the loss of a loved one. Walking through the fire of divorce. Family turmoil. Crying yourself to sleep. Threatening foreclosure on the house. You may even have a stint with the repo depot. Your company may be downsizing and let you go. Well, man of God and woman of God, what are you going to do? When all of this hits your doorstep, will you go into depression or will you do something that just don't make no sense? Come on, I just need it. I just need fire with. Thank you, preacher. You got me. Will you sit up in the house and cry and moan and groan, or will you do something? When you get the crazy doctor's report, are you gonna shut up or put up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Will they find you in a corner? After the report crying, or when they find you in the corner saying, Excuse me, I know what the report said, but I'm about to get over here and do something that ain't gonna make no sense to you, but it's gonna make some sense to God. Though He slay me, yet will I trust Him been through the fire and been through the flood but God I trust you watch this watch this now we going somewhere y'all feeling me now y'all okay y'all were kind of quiet there for a minute anybody ever got some bad news and you did something that didn't make no sense come on do I have at least two people that when you got it folk thought you were crazy because you start praising him even when the news wasn't conducive to your life. Come on, high five yourself. Come on, and hit your neighbor. Don't high five, hit him. You know what? When David went through, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Then I'm going to get my praise on them. I'm going to put on the garment of praise for the spirit. Come on. Yeah. Heaviness is a spirit. Yeah, when you don't praise him, it ain't that you mad at nobody. It ain't that you, uh, no, it's a spirit on you that the, Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a spirit. When you can come into the house of God and sit down and don't say nothing, don't move nothing, don't. It's a spirit. And we came to cast that spirit out of you today. Yeah. Listen, God has done something for you to make you say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. 
He done brought you out of some stuff to make you, because really we should not even be here. So Chris said, since I'm here, I, I, I'm finna get to you. See, some of you still don't get it. But in my notes, I got some stuff in here about the pretty praisers. Yeah, yeah, let, me, let me just talk about you pretty praisers for a minute. Yeah, let me talk about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm finna get on your porch right now. You pretty, you pretty praisers. Yeah, let, matter of fact, let me skip and get right to it. Yeah, yeah, all, all you pretty praisers. Yeah, the pretty praisers are those who, who face never gets scrunched up. Uh, their makeup never runs. They don't cry. They, they don't even get their clothes out of sorts. The wig don't even get twisted. They wouldn't jump or shout or dance if the building was on fire. That them pretty praises. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to tell you something that might surprise you. God rather have your ugly praise than your pretty praise any day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take any confidence. Doesn't take any faith in God. Doesn't take any effort to praise God when everything is all right. Yeah, don't take no effort to do that. Yeah, that's some pretty praises. They ain't got no bills. Everybody's okay. Driving something you ain't never drove before. Living somewhere like you ain't never lived before. But you ain't had no problem praising when you had to go out and get the wood and the coal and the kindling. Wash clothes on the scrub board. Y'all used to be singing in the kitchen over onions and water, making it sound like it was a whole meal in there. And you were thanking God that you have something. You wasn't fooling us, but you was fooling the neighbors. It smelled like you had some meat, but that wasn't nothing but onions and water and bread. And now God done delivered you and brought you out. You got... You got three and four freezers and won't thank him. Yeah, you got two and three refrigerators and won't give him glory. Three cars, two in the garage, one parked in the back of the house and won't give God no glory. More bathrooms than you ever had. Everybody got a bathroom. You don't have to wait on nobody. And you come sit up in here, yeah, like he owe you something. The devil is a liar. I bless the Lord at all times. your pretty praise. He needs you to sweat and spit and cry and let some stuff run down your face. It don't make sense. Yeah. You got to understand he didn't have to do it. But he did. 
Come on, the family ain't got the pile of everybody got their own car to get to church now. Yeah, you ain't got that one car. You got some stuff. Ain't got to go up and lift the garage. You just hit the button when you roll. Cause I wish I had somebody in here. <laughs> and you still gonna act like? Oh, oh, pretty people, pretty. Yeah, some of y'all just too pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's too pretty, pretty. I know your style and profile, hair done, nails done, wig done, tie done, suit, iron clean, but he don't need no pretty folk today. Not today, because you was ugly when you were going through. Yeah, 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 but now he done delivered to you. You act like you can't get ugly for him no more. Yeah, what they call the stink face. Well, when you just... Yeah, yeah, God, I, yeah, I, I don't care about getting ugly. I don't care who know it. I don't care who see it. Because what I'm going through right now, I'm praising because it don't make no sense. I'm praising him before I see it. I'm praising him before he does it. I'm praising him before I get my miracle. I'm, I'm, I'm praising him before I see the signs and the wonders. Okay. The dictionary, the dictionary defines ugly as very unattractive, unpleasant to look at, offensive to the sense of beauty, displeasing in appearance, messy and unobjectionable, objectionable, object to your ugly. David, David's wife even said, listen, you done made a fool out yourself. Before your servants, before your maid servants, you done made a fool out of yourself in the palace. Everybody was looking at you. And see, this is where your ugly come in at. David said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, you, you thought that was bad. Wait, wait till I really get my undignified. See, yeah. That's what a son called my undignified prayer. David said, listen, I don't care what you think at this moment. See, what I'm dealing with don't make no sense to you, but it makes sense to God. And so I've got to encourage myself in the Lord. You don't understand. I just lost some folk. Some folk just got killed who I was in charge of. So I had to come in here and give God glory in the midst of. See, some folk looking at you and are dying because of your spirit. Your ungrateful, un the, the, the spirit that's on you is a spirit of heaviness. So you got to praise God even when you don't see it. Stop trying to explain to people what don't make sense to you. <laughs> if it don't make sense to you who know him, it ain't going to make no sense to somebody who... That's why you can be in the grocery store and somebody going to bless you this holiday season. He don't need nobody pretty at the cash register. You don't have to do that. Yes, you do. Thank you. I bless your name, oh God. I got a buggy full Pretty people don't get nothing. 
Sometimes God will let you get something out of the extraordinary just to see how you going to act when somebody really want to bless you. Can I tell you, God don't know sign language, but he'll appreciate what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, God. All right, let me get, let me get, because y'all getting bored. Tell your neighbor, it don't make no sense. It just don't make sense. So, so, can I give you your disclaimer right now to your neighbor? Just, just go ahead and tell your neighbor, okay, what about to happen? Ain't going to make sense. So if I hit you in the process, ain't going to make no sense. Okay then, all right. That's your disclaimer, because we about to go in. Watch this. You can always check your role. Now, I'm not asking you to look down, because I don't want you to give nobody away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the pretty praisers always have a problem with real praise. Because the pretty praiser will say it don't take all that. But a real praiser say it take that and then some. You don't even understand what I done dealt with just yesterday. Not, not talking about the whole week. If you understand my day yesterday, I, I've got to praise him. If I don't praise him, I will lose my mind. I've got to praise him. Listen, listen, let me, let, let, let me get, let me, let me tell you something personal. I've been in some ugly situations. I had to tell you the truth, there wasn't a pretty praise anywhere around me. All my praise was ugly. But God loves ugly praise. Let me, let me introduce you to a couple ugly praises in the Bible. First, there was Job. Job was an ugly praiser. Job had everything that your heart could wish for. Then Job lost everything, even his children. Then Job going to say, look, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of of the Lord. And the Bible says Job fell on his face and began to worship God. In the midst of everything lost, Job had an ugly praise. Can you lose everything today and still come in here and fall on your face. I, I, I don't think a lot of us would make it. Yeah, yeah. In 10 verses, Job lost everything. Not in 10 years. 
10 verses. Job lost everything. They took his oxen. They killed all of his children. Killed his servants. And then Job's wife didn't even understand where he was. Just because people are around you don't mean they understand you. Lord have mercy. Now as long as Job had it and the mall was open, his wife was good. But the moment she found out Job didn't have anything left, the same God that she praised when things were good was the same God that she told her husband to curse when things were not so good. Job, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. And Job had a rebuking spirit. He said, woman, let me tell you something right now. Let, let me just, if you don't get out of my face with that stupid mess you talking, listen, should we expect everything good from God and never expect anything bad from God the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away blessed be the name of the Lord then a few verses down Job said listen lady if that didn't move you all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come it ain't gonna be like this all the time I, my ch yeah, I ain't gonna be broke much longer. I ain't gonna be struggling much longer. I ain't gonna be sick much longer. I'm gonna wait till my. Boy, you ain't got to shout me down when I'm preaching good. I'm gonna wait. Somebody need to tell. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till my change comes, and then. Then I, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm going to ease on down a few more verses. Starting at the 11th verse, Job got with some crazy friends who didn't even understand. And so they come and sit down with Job in the pot shirt of ashes. Job had soul bars all over his body, begin to get the ashes and scratch. His friends come in there who's supposed to know him. And they sit now, see, when you're going through, be careful who you got around your fire. When you're going through, be careful who you got in your company. When you're going through, if you ain't got no praise, then you better leave some folk out of the room. You just need to close the door and lock the door. Job had some ignorant friends come around him when he was going through. And the first one said, a minute there, I said, Job, what did you do to get God so mad at you well you had all this stuff and now it's gone you still gonna praise him and trust him and then they begin to convince Job that God was wrong so 
from verse 13 to verse 30, Job went on a pity party tantrum, thought he was telling God off. Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and his life is full of trouble. I wish I hadn't even conceived out of my mother's womb. As soon as I hit the floor, trouble came with me. God, you put me in this situation. You should have let me die in my mother's womb. When I came out here, they named me Job. You done blessed me and took it all away. And Job just went on and on. And when God got sick and tired of Job not being grateful for the first blessing that he gave him, he said, Job, sit down. My God, let me talk to you, watch God now, like a natural man. I ain't getting ready to be God now. I want to talk to you. I'm going to come down. I'm going to talk to you face to face like a natural man. Now, you know God mad when he leave his deity and come into your sin. That means he left his deity. He ain't got no power. That means he can't bless you now. Because he's not God. He's man. Lord have mercy. So I'm going to deal with you on the level, Job, you talking to me on. So watch God. He start throwing out these litany of questions. Job, let me talk to you like a natural man. Let me ask you, Job. When the sun goes down, where does it go? Tell me if you know. I know. Joe, who is the Billy Goat's mama and daddy? Tell me if you know. I know. Joe, when a snowflake falls and hit the ground and melts, does it go to another part of the country and become snow again, or does it just turn to water and go to the ocean? Tell me, Joe. I know. Joe, tell me how you came out of your mother's womb and then you came and hit the earth and I blessed you. Why did I choose you, Job? Remember I said, have you considered my servant? Job, I put the devil on you because I thought you could handle what I blessed you with. But the moment I took it away from you, now you're going to start tripping because you got around some friends you shouldn't have been hanging around. You see, you got around some friends who was already jealous of what I had done for you. And now when you lost it all, they thought they had the ups on you. So, Job, if you know these things, tell me. Job said, God, I was tripping. He said, Job, now what I want you to do, I'm going to back back up into my deity. And I'm going to send you some instructions. So God backed back up into his deity at the, at the throne, and then he sent a message down to Job. Job, I want to bless you, but I need you to pray for them ignorant friends who you had sitting around that wasn't supposed. And the Bible said, God restored the fortunes of Job after he prayed for his friend. Some stuff not going to come to you to after you pray for the very one who talked about you, the very one who lied on you, the very one who criticized Some stuff not going to come to after. Then the Bible declares that Job, God gave Job double 
And then not only that, the Bible said he gave him some more children, more daughters, more Pharaoh than the ones that died. They were prettier. So until you get ugly, and praise him when it don't make sense. Okay, let me get let me get to my clothes. Okay, I got to get to my clothes. Watch this. God gave Job a supernatural turnaround after he began to raise his hands. See, sometimes you just got to come in here and let it all up. See, when you raise your hands, you, when, when, when you freely raise them, you can't hold on to nothing. God don't need your stick-up praise. Yeah, stick them up. See, when you stick them up, you can still hold on to something. But when you let them all the way up, that sin drop off. Everything that's holding you back drop off. Everything that's hindering you got to fall. Tell your neighbor, stick them up. That's why the police tell you when they stop, stick them up. You got to hold them all the way up. You got you to get them up so they can see everything. Then that ain't enough. They said, pull your shirt up. Watch this. Back up to my voice. Now, if you'll do it for the police, how come you won't do it for Jesus? Lord have mercy. Jesus telling some folk, back up to my voice. Don't stop till I stop talking. When I stop talking, then you stop. Watch this. Then the police said, now, get on your knees. They ain't got no problem. When Jesus tell us to get on our knees, we can seem to have a problem. Then the police handcuff them. Then pick them up. Jesus would never handcuff you. Because he wants your hands to be up. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your neighbor again, stick them up. Can you praise him right in the middle of your pain? Right now, whatever you're going through, can you just throw your hands? Just, just do me a favor. Just throw them up. And just give him 30 seconds worth of thank you. Come on, just give him, give him 30 seconds worth. It ain't making no sense right now. Come on. Come on. It ain't making no sense right now. Come on. What you're about to go through, it ain't making no sense. Where he's getting ready to take you, it ain't making no sense. You don't even understand. It ain't making no sense, Chris. It ain't, it ain't making no sense. You mean to tell me, oh, I'm finna pick on somebody now. You mean to tell me I'm about to go all the way to Italy. It ain't making no sense. I don't know nobody over there. I got some relative over there, one cousin. I don't know nobody. I don't even know where we're going. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how it's going to operate. But God, I'm going to praise you because it just don't make no sense. You told me to get my passport. I got it. You told me to be ready. I'm ready. I got my ticket. My stuff almost packed. It don't make no sense. I don't know what's up. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know who you're going to put in my path. I don't know who you're going to put in my way. It ain't making no sense. But one thing I do know, if I obey you, if I trust you, 
my mic on? Okay, I must be hollering over the mic decimal. Yeah, this thing good to me. Okay, give me three minutes and I'm done. Listen, we done met David. David danced. A crazy dance. Danced out of his clothes. David danced out of his clothes. When I ask some folk to run, they won't even run. They're pretty. They're too pretty to run. I, I ain't ask you to run around no track. I just ask you to run around a chair. We, we can't make it. If we can't make it around a chair, we're going to be whipped and beat up by the devil. Amen. We done met David. Watch this. David danced. The Bible says he danced right out of his, watch this, kingly apparel. That purple robe he danced out of. Everybody looking. Ain't that the king dancing? Yeah. Some preachers need to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some preachers just need to get out of self and dance. When you realize it ain't about you no more, it's hard to get ugly. I thank God for my own broke down humble body, my humble spirit, because I ain't got no problem sweating or spitting. I just need a runner. That's all. I, I, not right now because my baker will take off. Don't, don't take off my baker. Don't do it. My baker, you stay seated today. Let, let some of these other folk. Then David returned to bless his household. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't understand it all. But I know it's true. There's something powerful in your praise. Yeah. God responded to Paul and Silas. They had an ugly praise in prison. Yeah, yeah. They, but Paul and see, Paul, see, some of you got to have a Paul and Silas experience. The Bible says, but okay, I got two minutes to tell this story. The Bible says. Paul and Silas were walking around talking about Jesus. And this witch followed them. Let me tell you, this witch followed them everywhere they went. And when the folks start getting converted, they were cutting out her money. Because she thought she could read your palm and tell you about your life. But Paul cast that demon out of her. And the bosses got mad because it cut off their money. So they made up lies against Paul and Silas and say they were disturbing the peace. They put him in prison. The Bible say the inner prison. Back then, it was the lowest part of the prison you could go. It was cell block D. 23 hours in the cell in one hour looking at sunlight. But Paul and Silas got an ugly praise going. Yeah, yeah. Paul, 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 let me tell you something. If you pray, I know you can. I'll sing. And I, I ain't the best singer, but we got to do something in here to get us up out of here. So, Paul, if you just pray, just pray, uh -huh. yeah. I'll catch up uh -huh. with a praise. On, yes, 
Paul began to pray. You, you can imagine. You know how they used to pray back in the day. They used to really just lay that thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I call upon you right now, Father. And I, God, you know my heart. And I, God, you hear me. When you hear me, I know things going to be all right. And you don't know, Lord, like I know. What the Lord has done for me, he's been real good. Y'all don't have me, he's been real fine. And he began to pray, and then Silas began to sing, mm, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And he's still over there saying, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. At midnight, the Bible says, at midnight, God heard them. Mm dispatched an angel when the angel hit the earth it was an earthquake jailhouse doors flung open everybody bands were loose so your praise ain't just for you can I say it again your praising just not for you. It's somebody on your road who've been locked up this week in chain and if you praise him they'll get free if you do it because it don't make sense, somebody on your road will get free in the house of God. Can I find somebody on a road that just get, I just need one person, come on. I just need somebody on a road. <laughs> when you praise it, you never know who on your road. Them shackles will begin to fall off. At midnight, the jailhouse door flung open. The jailer got saved. See, it's for salvation purposes. It ain't about what God could get to you. He trying to get somebody saved because of your praise. Everything else just comes with it. So can I get somebody on every row? I just need a, I just need a row praiser. I don't need the whole row. Come on, give me something, man. Give me. I just need a praise too. I just need somebody. It don't make sense. It don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. I've been going through. I've been catching it. But my praise is about to set me free. My praise. It's shaking heaven. My praise got God's attention. My praise got the angels backing us. My praise breaking the chains. My praise losing the shackles. My praise. Sense. 
Don't make no sense. This is the last praise and we're going home. I'm closing. You got the last one. This praise is what he's getting ready to deliver. Walking into 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my praise. It's going to push me to the 31st and carry me over. This next praise is the one that ain't going to really make no sense because I'm praising him for stuff I don't even see yet. Go ahead and praise him. Come on, come on. trying to kill somebody in your family. Your next praise gonna block what the enemy been trying to do. Your next praise, uh, I, your next praise gonna stop some stuff. 